I don't usually watch TV anymore, mainly because I, I don't like commercials. So instead I use uh, Amazon Prime, but I, or one of those others. But I remember an older commercial by uh, the company that makes Mucinex, which, you know, if you were going to think of a medication name, that one's kind of gross, like Mucinex. <laughs> like, you want me to take that? But it was, uh, you know, meant to deal with coughs and colds and things. And each commercial they had focused on this, you know, kind of green germ guy who the person would start coughing and he'd get really excited because that meant he could move in. And they'd have different skits with this. But one of my favorites was he hears the person coughing and he gets so excited and he calls up all his relatives and he's got all his luggage and he moves into this, I guess, person's sinuses. And shortly, you know, as time, the few seconds pass, he's got the whole place exactly as he likes it. He's got his favorite couch over there, and he's got the TV over there, he's got his feet up. He is totally comfortable. Until the person starts taking Mucinex, and then he gets really afraid, and he has to move out. I guess he goes somewhere else. But my friends of Christ, that's a way, actually, that we can understand how this demon feels in today's gospel. At some point in this man's life, at some point in his past, probably in a moment of great pride, somehow he, he opened himself to the evil one. Somehow he gave permission for this demon to enter into him. And so it did. And at this point, the demon has made himself very, very comfortable in this man's soul. He's got the furniture arranged just right. I, don't, I think it's feng, feng shui, I think is what it's called. Like it's a spiritual way, if you get all your furniture just right, like your whole life goes perfectly. I don't know how you do that. Apparently, I'm not good at that, but feng shui... Um, Ah, but so he's organized this man's whole soul. He's totally comfortable there. In fact, he's so comfortable in this man's soul that he's okay that the man wants to go to the synagogue. He says, well, you can go there, but this is my home now. And he feels that way until Jesus appears. And then his whole attitude changes. Uh, another way to think about it, it's like when a, a child is about to do something wrong and a mother's sixth sense kicks in and they just call out, you better not do that. I don't know if you ever had that experience growing up. I have that now when I'm over in the office. The office staff will call out, Father, you better not do that. <sighs> it's scary. But so Jesus shows up and all of a sudden, this demon is no longer confident and arrogant. It's actually terrified. That's why it cries out, What have you to do with us? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God, the one who will overcome every power of darkness and sin and who one day will cast us out forever, eternally, that we may no longer trouble humanity. It was terrified. And what does Jesus do? He casts him out. 
without waiting, without even, you know, saying, well, you know, you really shouldn't have done this. He says, quiet, come out of him. And the spirit comes out of the man. The man has his freedom, his life again. And the demon simply disappears and vanishes. And now, my friends in Christ, if Jesus can overcome this power of the enemy, if he can drive out this fallen angel by just a few words, if he can terrify demons, think about what he can do for us. The saints teach us that just at the very name of Jesus, the demons flee in terror. And so, my friends in Christ, this gospel is one that should inspire our faith and encourage us. We have nothing to fear because God is with us. If in his mighty power he could conquer the spiritual enemies that are arrayed against us with all their power and might, now what do we have to be afraid of? Absolutely nothing. As long as we trust in Jesus. And I don't know about you, but that's where I need to grow right now. Trusting in Jesus. So easy for me to get caught up in worries about what the future might bring, what might happen. But we don't need to be afraid. The psalm especially reminds us of that. He is our God. Our God. And we are His people, the flock that he shepherds and guides. And in the same way that a shepherd will drive away any wolf or animal immediately out of love for his sheep, that a shepherd watches over his sheep and guides them in safety. So our God will do for us.